Hey everyone, this is Robert Garcia with Robert Garcia Agency Farmers Insurance. And I just wanted to thank you for all your support over the years. But for all your insurance needs, please call us at 972-645-1844. And we'll be more than happy to treat you like family. Welcome back to the Vision Lab podcast in partnership with Nexum Creative. The Vision Lab podcast is the official growth mindset podcast for all visionaries worldwide, showing special love to the cigar community. Here in the lab, we focus on growth and exploring the developmental path of people's visions and dreams and how those dreams come into reality. Folks, it's all about tapping into and becoming the best versions of ourselves through self-discovery, self-examination, and self-actualization. Yo, I'm super excited about this episode. It's been a long time coming. Um, this is a guy that we have here in the lab today that's been down with us since day one, and it's really supported both Mo and myself uh, through everything, man. So I'm super honored to have him on the show today. Hey, yo, Mo, who do we got in the lab today? Cuff, today's guest is a native of Las Cruces, New Mexico. He is one of the first people, as you said, to truly believe in the show from day one. He is a husband, a father of two. He is a pastor. He is the platinum sponsor of the show. Please welcome Robert Garcia to the Vision Lab podcast. What up, what up, what up? Well, you know what? It's a long time coming, and it's like uh, I'm kind of honored, and I'm kind of like the shock and awe because I'm sitting right with some people that are movers and shakers, and it's like one day when I grow up, I'm going to be just like you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all, man. This is, um, first and foremost, thank you. Um, truly humbled to it, it was you Robert that that really said hey I believe in you guys I believe in your vision um, what you guys are doing and I get behind you and that opened up a door that we didn't even know existed existed and it's because of you that it allowed us to do a lot of the things that we're able to do today and things that we're going to be doing in 2021. Um, so I tip my hat off to you sir I, I'm truly humbled and truly grateful for you just seeing two guys that are, you know, trying to put a vision out there and, and you believing in it, man. It's been awesome. Thank you. Well, it's a pretty cool thing, though, because, you know, when you help someone get what they're dreaming about, it's kind of funny what happens after that. Yeah. You know, things start happening to you and you're just like, OK, it, it, it forces you to grow. Yeah. Um, and that's that that was really the thing. And a matter of fact, we're at a spot where I originally, like, when you and I had this conversation, absolutely. it's kind of like come full circle. Wow. We are going it's to like, get into it, absolutely. Oh, gosh, I might start crying, you know, type <laughs> stuff, you know. But it, it was the real deal. Like, we were having, I mean, the, my brother was having an art show here, and we were just in, in, in good, healthy conversation. And you're like, well, this is what we're doing. This is what we're doing. And I said, look. You said, here's my card. Give me a call. Let's talk. And, and as he mentioned it, uh, Robert is the the older brother of Abel Garcia. Yeah. And so visionaries, if, you, if you're if you're new to the game, he is episode number five. First season. The very first season. Um, if you're looking for artwork, he is the man to go see. Um, and Abel, uh, we, we're working with something for you as well. So, again, thank you for all your support. But, yeah, he's right. Um, Abel had a hard show at the venue we're at now. Uh, he said, hey, this is my brother. You told me you listened to Abel's episode. And you was like, man, that was awesome. And I told you, hey, here's what we got going on. And you literally you said, hey, here's my card. Let's have a good time tonight. Call me in a couple of days and let's talk. And it went from there. And I remember I got home that night and I called you. I said, hey, 
we somebody believes in us outside of just you and me. Yeah. So again, thank you very, very much. And it's been on set of whirlwind. It's been a steady, continued path of growth ever since that day. Cuffs right. Uh, you have helped to open doors that we didn't even realize existed. Uh, you know, we talked about some of the things we got going on before we actually turned the microphone on. But um, you were literally, as a, you know, as the young people say, you're day one. Like you, you were there from Jump Street, and it's amazing to see where we are right now. I love what you said when you said, you know, it's funny if you help enough people get what they want. In turn, you know, you talked about being blessed and, and seeing things come to fruition in your life. But Zig Ziglar talks about if you help enough people get what they want, you will get what you want. What does that mean to you? So I guess even growing up, so if we're going back to the beginning, you know, I was born in Texas, went to Las Cruces, New Mexico, and Abel said it too, but I'm going to say it again. My mom, I owe it all to her. Um, my dad was very abusive to her at, at that time. Now he's a changed man, different. You know, so we've, we've, we've come a long way, but I saw her work three jobs to support me and Abel. And in that, we missed a lot of time with her and our grandparents raised us. So our grandparents raised us, but my mom the whole time was a giver. And she was just a, hey, look, I want this. You, you remember uh, the Deion Sanders and, and the figures? Remember Deion Sanders and Deion figures? Well, when Deion Sanders shoes came out and, and I was like, man, I want those jars. Like those things are awesome, right? Well, they cost 150 bucks back, back then. In, in the 90s, 150 bucks to us was a lot of money. Yeah. And uh, I saw this woman, like, I, I, I really was upset because I couldn't have him. But I saw this woman with determination and just, like, all out whatever she had to get me those shoes. She ended up buying me those shoes. And I, I wore them, I mean, until, like, I mean, forever. But it was in that something started to happen. And I was starting to realize that it's not always about me. Mm -hmm. Yes, I was very selfish. Yes, I was a young punk that thought he knew it all. We just had that conversation. You know, my my 13-year-old son, Elijah, he's the best thing I've ever done. Him and my kids, they're the best thing. I, him and Katie are the best thing I've ever done. But I've realized something is in that once I started, once I started to do that and get behind people, I just really saw more doors open for me. Um, it's kind of weird though. Cause like, you don't expect that door to open. You just give, give, give. And sometimes it hurts. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes it hurts because you're giving, 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 and people will take advantage of that. And that's the one that kind of grabs you by the craw and you're just like, man. So for me, I guess is bringing it back to you guys. It was something that I've always dreamed of is to help people live their dreams. Um, and I know the quote very well with Zig Ziglar. Yeah. If I help people live their dreams, I'll live mine. There it is. There it um, is. Yeah. You know, you just hit on something, and I, and I don't want to, you know, uncover a scab, if you will, but you talked about how your mother and Abel talked about it as well, was in an abusive relationship. And I think a lot of people listening to this podcast have either been victims or know people that are that are victims of you know domestic violence and things along that nature. But as a young kid, and as a young boy, when you're when you're aware, you may not see it, but you're aware of what's going on. And obviously, we don't know. But um, what's going through your mind when you know that mom is having to deal with this? And then the second part to that question, you talked about how your father has changed. 
Um, how difficult was that relationship to to repair? Oh, it's still difficult. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna answer that one first because sure. that one's easier. Sure. So it's still difficult, and it, what happens is 26, 30 years will go by, and you'll forgive someone, and they instantly want to become that father figure in your life again. So not, nah. it, bro. It's time of the past. <laughs> Let me tell you, in Spanish, it's not gonna happen. You know, there, there's boundaries, and there's healthy boundaries that you got to set up. My stepdad came along when me and Abel were twelve, and the man showed us a work ethic. I was 12, Abel was nine. Abel couldn't stand him because the man liked to work. Abel didn't like to work at that time. Now you can't get Abel out you of the lab. You can't make him right. sit down. He was like, hey, bro, calm down. He's like, don't talk to me that way. You know, I was like, hey, man, I started this game. Let, let, let's, <laughs> let's go, you know. Um, so now, yeah, it, it happens, but you can have a friendship. It can't. It, I don't think that ever the father-son thing is ever going to, it's ever going to happen. But back to my mom. Here's here's what happens. The kids always lose. Mm -hmm. The kids always lose. And here's why. I remember all the shame, the bitterness, the hurt that she lived with because of the way he treated her, because of what he did to her, all that stuff. And guess who grew up with the shame, the bitterness and the hurt? Yeah. Wow. You're witnessing it. Yeah. And it, it, she didn't mean to, though. It just happened. So. From a young age, I became a father instantly without even knowing that I was doing it. Yeah. It was just me and Abel, and I had, to, I had to take care of him. I had to do this for him. I had to do that for him. had to wake him up. I had to do stuff like that, right? But it was all done with shame, bitterness, and hurt. <laughs> Later on down the line, when I started becoming a young man, you know, it was, it was like, well, I'm not good enough. So I got I to gotta focus on on drinking or, you know, oh, I got to get girls to like me or I got to dress a certain way or I got to wear this shoe and I got to wear this or this and this so that I can be good enough. Um, and, 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 you know, for moms and even single dads out there, because now I'm seeing a lot of single dads being in the, in, in the other job that I'm in, right, is, look, you guys are amazing. But that shame and that bitterness, it will go on to your kids. It's how you deal with it that is going to make them be a better person. Ultimately, at the end of the day, it worked out for me. But my mom, bless her heart, is is one of my heroes because she she took all that stuff. She worked through it. And yeah, it was projected to me and Abel, but she worked it out. The lady is now one of the higher one of the higher educated people that I know. She has a master's degree and it took her 13 years to get her master's degree, but she did it one class at a time, one class at a time. So to your question about what happened with that, it, 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 it really ruined me in a good way. So. Shout out to Mama Garcia. Absolutely. We are, we're talking about relationships. Uh, Cuff, uh, obviously Robert's relationship has been a great relationship for us. Another one of the best relationships we have is with Edwina Brown and the entire family of Blowing Smoke Cigar Lounge. What up, BB? The, the address is 215 West Kent Wisdom Road. If you are anywhere, anywhere in the southern part of the Metroplex, make sure you get the Blowing Smoke Cigar Lounge. Top-notch service, great humidor. They will make sure that you are taken care of. Um, to continue the point in regard to relationships, uh, you know, you and I have had numerous talks about all kinds of things, right? <laughs> um, given what you do now uh, for your quote-unquote day occupation, right? We'll yeah. get into the, the, the nighttime yeah. stuff. 
what would you what type of advice would you give to people listening to the show in regards to your opinion on the importance of relationships? It's everything. Um, I, I don't I, people are the most important thing to me. Um, my wife and kids for well, first and foremost, I, I say my relationship with God, it just God and Jesus, they're like number one. Um, my wife and kids are the the greatest thing I've ever done in my life. There, there's no question about it. Um, and now it comes down to my business, uh, my employees, you know, I want to make them feel valued because when a person does not feel valued, it, it just, it, it, it cheapens everything. Yeah. It makes everything different. So, you know, I bring it back to my business is, you know, Hey, you know, I just met you cuff, you know, but here's the thing. I'm going to give you this quote. The next thing you know, though, I really care about every single aspect of what you're trying to ensure. And not only in the fact that it's like, hey, I'm a businessman, but I want you to feel like you've known me since we were back in Las Cruces. Right. You're part of the family. Right. Um, it, it was so funny because we recently ha had a couple friends and, and one of my new employees, Anna, she's here today. And we went to the art show and we were like, you know, just having a good old time. And I said, Anna, these guys are nuts. They're, they're crazy. Anna got to hang with the outlaws. She got to hang with that. Oh, wow. You got indoctrinated, huh? Oh, wow. Shout out to Anna for hopping in and, and, and watching us work tonight. She she got she got to hang out with the outlaws. And so, you know, this is a month ago. We're like, you know, hey, look, you know, everything is great. It's fun. I said, hey, look, I'm telling you, these guys are rough around the edges. But I promise you this. If something were to happen to you, these would be the first guys. That's the crew you to, want. Yeah, to show up and absolutely fix your car, destroy someone that's messing with you, you know, whatever, whatever you want to put it. But people are the most important thing to me. Um, to, to answer your question is relationship, um, whether good or bad is it's important because if, if I sell you something and I don't have a relationship with you, it's just, it's, it's a, it's a transaction. That's it. How do you make the, the customer or client, prospect, especially with so much competition in the marketplace, right? Anyone can get insurance from anywhere, right? Whatever line, you know, a coverage that you need. How do you differentiate yourself within that relationship? Well, first and foremost, I guess it'd be like, hey, I would take a look at the whole picture of their coverage because a lot of people will come to us and be like, hey, well, you know, just match this. It's like, okay, not a problem. That's the easy thing to do. But do you know what this means? So do you know what this means? Uh, well, what are you talking about? Do you know what this means? Well, you have this coverage, but do you know what it covers? Do you know what it means? And they're like, well, no one's really taking the time to explain it to me. They just kind of give me what, you know, I've gotten my whole life. It's like, well, okay. So then I take the time to explain that to them. And, you know, now in COVID age, right, we can't necessarily just show up. Um, and just be like, hey, what's up? Well, you know, what's up, Mo? How are you? I'm coming to your house right now. I'm going to show you everything that's going on. No, I talked to him. I said, hey, look, is this easier for you for me to do this over the phone by text or would a Zoom be easier or a FaceTime? Or if you're OK with it, I'll wear a mask the entire time. I'll show up at your house. Well, I live I live in Sanger. OK. It's a 45 minute drive for me. Well, you'll drive 45 minutes just to explain this to me. Yeah, it's that important to me. So as if it's not important to the person, I it's important to me because it's my job. But if I can explain it to you and tell you how important it is to have that coverage, 
that's how I'm making a difference where people are like, oh, I didn't know that. The other thing is um, I tell them I'll call them once a quarter and at month number five before an auto renewal or a home renewal. And they're like, insurance agents do that? <laughs> I do. <laughs> Never heard from Geico. <laughs> I'm just saying. They got great rates. They save, save you 15% in 15 minutes, but you don't hear from them. You don't hear from them, but then also, too, you know, I'll turn the question on you. Do you know what your coverage covers? Absolutely not. It's transactional. It is. It's, And I'm not going to knock them because they, they have some good stuff and they save people a lot of money and they, they do some good things, right? But I call it what's called conveyor belt coverage, right? On this end over here, they put you on and you're the cutest thing in the world and you're in, and, and amazing because you're the newest customer, right? But then, like, you know, three months down the line. You're no longer the new thing. You're no longer the new thing. But you call in and you want that same person that you talked to the first time because it sounded amazing and made you feel good, right? Well, three months down the line, you call in. I didn't even talk to anybody. It was all online. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least you didn't have the, you know, <laughs> at least you didn't get to know someone. You know, it's, it's, it's a funny story. I stole Anna from Geico. Oh, sweet. So Welcome to the squad, Anna. <laughs> I stole Anna from Geico. But the one thing is what Anna told me, she's like, hey, I just want to connect with people. Oh, wow. And there it was like, like you said, first month. Everything's great. It's wonderful. But by month number three, they want to just get you in and out. Like it's the quickest thing. So by the time you're six months down the road, they automatically, they're like, oh yeah, they haven't done good. They haven't done bad. They've given me some decent rates. So I'm going to forget about them in six months. It's going to renew and you, you just keep on doing it. And it's that cycle. So we're, we're hearing the, the insurance game. Why don't you tell the, the visionaries that are listening who may have missed it on the, on the, uh, intro, um, what you do and uh, the name of your business. Yeah, so I'm Robert Garcia and my business is Robert Garcia Agency Farmers Insurance. Um, we we insure home, life, auto, business, uh, pet, <laughs> you name it, we can do it. Whatever you like, need, visionaries. <laughs> yeah, so, and, and even like, and here's what I'm gonna throw out visionaries. With Mo and Cuff, they always shoot you guys straight. That's what we do. If we can help you and we can beat prices, great. But if we can't, great. The one thing that you'll know is when you leave us or when you're done with us, you'll be more educated about insurance and what it is than what it isn't. And that's my goal from the whole get-go. So how long have you been in the insurance game? And then I want to get into starting and developing your own business. So... Um, I've been in, I started this insurance business in June of 2019. So I've been in a year and a half. Oh, wow. Yeah. I thought you knew that. No, no, no. Shout out to you, sir. So we are, we are as fresh as you guys. Mm -hmm. Literally. We started yeah. the same month. Yeah. Yeah. It's like June 1st is, was my day that'd be like. Ours is up? June 4th. June, yeah. June 4th. Correct. So, you know, I'm three days older than you. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Yeah. No. So June. Did was, you have Did you have experience before this? No. Go ahead, because at least did my question. You're crazy. I already know the story. Go ahead. Yeah. You're crazy. I've, everything I've done in my life has always been rip the bandaid off. Just do it. 
you know, I mean, God will drop stuff in my in my heart and in my stomach. And when it's time for a change, I just know it's time for a change. And instead of just being like, ah, let me mull it over, you know, you screw it. Let's just jump out of this plane. Let's get this. Let's let's land this thing right now. And uh, my my background was in home improvement. Okay. So my stepdad showed me from I think when I was a pup, twelve years old, how to build homes from the ground up. So like what you guys are starting to embark on, like I know that game. I can tell you how to pour concrete. I can tell you how to frame it. The whole nine yards from start to finish, I know how to do it. Um, I was uh, I was I was a very successful roofing sales guy, as well as um, an operations man- manager or production manager for a very successful home improvement company here in uh, the Metroplex. Um, it's Phillips Home Improvement, um, and the owner of that of that is Jason Phillips, and he's one of my best friends, and he's one of my mentors. And then one day you flipped the switch. Well, it wasn't that I flipped the switch. I just, I was doing fine. The money was fantastic. The money was fantastic. I mean, it was six figures. I mean, pushing, you know, all the time, every single year. My wife loved it. <laughs> but, then, but then what happened was it just, it, it was, it was the grind, you know? So I knew what I had to do. I knew what it took to make that money. And, and no disrespect to Jason. And I told him this is, but it was for him. It was for him. Couldn't leave it behind. Right. And so what I asked him, I said, hey, is there a shot that I could, you know, buy into the company, you know, sweat equity, whatever. And he says, you know, Robert, that's never been my intention. Um, you know, I have six kids, which he does. Um, God and, bless him. Yeah. Yeah. His wife's the same too. Rochelle, <laughs> I love you. Uh but he has he has his kids and and it was his dream to leave a legacy for his kids sure. and that's what he's done and, and i say you know what and we're such good friends even still to this day and i tell him to his face dude without you my life would be way different you changed my life just your your models like everything like it, it just did it and i i just i just told him i said hey i feel that something's stirring inside of me and it's time for a change i don't know what it is I, I want to be here. I love it here. I love you. I love the team, but something's stirring different. Now, being back in the roofing industry, um, there's a lot of of just people that are ridiculous and they steal people's money on a regular basis. Um, so I met a whole lot of that. And I, pr- I always I took pride in myself saying, hey, look, this is who I am. I'm never going to do that to you. Even if you don't go to me, I'll make sure and come back and inspect the roof for you, even if I didn't do the roof. That That's the kind of stuff I did. Mm-hmm. Well, that would happen, and then I would get insurance stuff where older people or young folks that have never purchased a home before would have a policy that was less than par. So here you have $20,000, $30,000 in home repair after a huge hailstorm, and they had what's called an ACV policy, an actual cash value policy, and they only got half of that twenty, thirty thousand dollars. So then they would go and they would have to finance another fifteen to mm-hmm. twenty to finish their project. Wow. And it was all because the agent wanted to give them the best price, or he just he wanted to get another deal in that day, as opposed to getting them fully educated. Correct. Um, before we move to the next part of this, because I know I know where you're going. You and I have already had this talk. Uh, Cuff, allow me to say thank you to the good guys, at Definition Cigars. Uh, visionaries, 
if you have not had a chance to get a stick from the good guys, Definition Cigars, make sure you do so. The Instagram page is at Definition Cigars. The website is DefinitionCigars.com. Uh, my personal favorite is the Prolific, um, although the uh, cuff is the Conception. I love the Conception, the Equalizer. I mean, they, they make a really, really good yeah, product. Yeah, they, they so. don't make a bad product at all. Uh, again, it's Definition Cigars. The, uh, the the web address, again, is DefinitionCigars.com or Instagram at DefinitionCigars. Um, to your point, uh, as you said, something was stirring inside of you. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you said, okay, I am going to make this move. Yeah. You talked about the insurance part of it. When did you say, okay, I'm actually going to do my own insurance thing? So it was it was February 2019, and uh, one of the outlaws was living here, and I was trying to, it was, you know, it's kind of like, hey, man, you need to come up. Like, you need to get out of your head, and you're better than this. You can do better things, and he ended up moving home. Well, February 2019, our, a mutual friend called me, and she works for the district that I'm now in, and she's like, hey, I want to hang out with you and Xavier. Shout out to my Xavier ex. He's nuts. You'd love him if you met him. But um, he had moved back home and and good for him because he's he's killing it out there now. Well, she calls me and she's like, hey, I want to hang out with you next because you guys are nuts. And, you know, the whole family can come out and we can hang out. And I was like, yeah, no problem. I said, but, you know, ex moved back home. And she's like, what? <laughs> so. That being said, at that point, she goes, hey, you know, I'm really having a hard time finding people that would be an insurance agent. And I was like, OK, what does that entail? And she goes, well, it's marketing. It's finding your own leads. It's finding this. It's it's doing all this stuff. And I was like, well, you know, I kind of do that already. I was like, OK, so what are the benefits what are the what what's the monetarily stuff like and so she started talking and she's like well you know i've seen people start and then they they'll make 180 you know the first year or whatever and then they'll go in five years and be three four hundred thousand a year and i'm like okay i was like oh, that that sounds good now so do is it like do i have to report to someone she's like no this is the best part you're your own boss. Yes, you'll have to follow farmers regulations, stuff like that. And you'll have a district manager who's basically your coach. <laughs> and, and, she, and she'll help you out the, the whole time. And I'm like, okay, okay, well, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of interested in this. Like, what, what are we going to do? She's like, you know what? Um, I know you and I know who you are. So why don't I just get you an interview straight with her? Usually I'll bring you in for an interview, but we have a relationship already. There's that relationship word, right? Right. Uh, we have a relationship already. Once you come and just meet her, this was like a, a, a Monday, like a, a week later on a Monday, I go in and meet with her. I am, and, and Miss Heather Verity, she's my, she's my business consultant, my coach, um, who happened to be Michael Jordan's, um, publicist wow. before he retired the first time. And she's incredible. That's the lady I wow. met at the shop at, the, at your yes. store that day. Yes. yes. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. So this lady is absolutely incredible. I, I always tell her, I was like, I love you because every time I'm done hanging out with you or meeting with you or spending time with you, I feel like I can walk on water like Jesus did. Like she's just that person. She's explosive. Um, and so, so we met with her. It was a two hour meeting. And I said, 
I, I love everything you're telling me. She's like, I love you. It's like, you've been on commission only. Like, this is exactly what we're needing. She's And I said, what's the next steps? And she's like, I want to interview your wife. At that moment, I was done. That's it. I was like, I knew in my heart, I was like, this is where I wanted to be. But it was going to have to be an act of God um, for, <laughs> for us to leave Phillips. And, and God was going to have to speak to my wife. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you know, here we are a year and a half later. Um, you know, God moved, but it it hasn't been the prettiest, but it's it, it we're here and we're we're I, I would say we're pretty successful. Uh, visionaries, uh, if you're out there listening, you have not had a chance to get your hands on a bottle of Class A vodka. It's award winning. Uh, the Instagram address is at Class A underscore vodka. That's Class A with a K. Uh, Crystal, Tim, thank you guys so much for your support. We look forward to big things with you guys here in the future. So this is crazy. So you're in roofing. Yeah. Um, very successful. Um, you decide to take this leap of faith. Um, you know, they've, they've consulted with your wife, interviewed her, so to speak. Right. Um, the trepidation, the, the fear, the angst, what was going through your mind Jan- June of 2019 when you say, all right, we're all in. Well, it's back to the, the dream thing, right? So growing up, I had I had two dreams, um, especially with the first thing and, and my mom. Uh, well, one was after I uh, <laughs> after I watched Predator for the first time, I was like, I just instantly knew I needed to be like Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> with, the, with the minigun, right? So so and the second thing was I always wanted to have a family, like I wanted to be a dad and I wanted to have a wife and kids. Like those were my two dreams growing up. Graduated high school. <laughs> done went straight to the army six and a half years a bunch of crazy stories we'll get into that another time um and then and then i met my wife and i got married and my kids and the, every dream that i had i fulfilled by the time i was 26. so this one i i knew it was a, a dream that god was birthing so I, I i fastest the strongest may not have all the business knowledge but i'll outwork anyone I will outwork anyone. Um, And that's what I've done. Um, You know, so we do six months. And in the first six months, you know, we, you know, it it was like drinking from a fire hose. Like, (laughs) it was like I was learning so much. And in the first six months, you know, we were decently successful. We got, um, I I want a free free trip to Vegas from my district, which was incredible, which I never went to Vegas ever. And I told myself I would never go without my wife. There you go. For you know, <laughs> you're right. It's a good. Place. Um, it's a great place. So we we had a three day rendezvous in Vegas, which she was just like, "Oh my gosh, she's like, you're nuts." I was like, "Yeah, but it's Vegas. It's fun. We had a good old time. We saw the Osho. It was great." And then we went to California for a week. I went to California for a week to the University of Farmers, and all of it was really learning how to be a business owner. Well, I went out there to try and learn how to be a business owner, but I had already had a lot of teaching and stuff like that. It was really to how to hire good employees. That's really at the end of the day, that was my takeaway. Um, But, but uh, I met some amazing people out there. And so, you know, we came to 2020 and the first two months were okay. And all of a sudden Corona hits and, Smacks everybody in the face. Everyone in the face. And everybody and so, had to take a twenty-second timeout, as you say, a full timeout. <laughs> well, you know, it happens. Um, so, so 
you know, I had to, I had to morph. Um, my, my, my win-win situation for me is like I said, I bet on me, right? I can go hang out with you after 15 minutes. We're best friends. I mean, that's just the way I am. Uh, we're best friends. And it's like, man, I, I was like, we've been brothers our whole lives. Like yeah. what, what's going on with that? Um, well, all that stopped. So I had to, I had to rewrite my business strategy and I had to learn how to do internet leads. Hmm. <laughs> so I had to sit at a computer for eight hours a day, sometimes 12, because I'd wake up and, you know, not shower, having to work from home. Right. You know, just go straight to the computer, get on the phone, start calling. It's like dialing for gold. It's like, let's do this. I don't care what it takes. And, and, and I think that's the one thing more than anything that I love about being a business owner is when all the cards are against you. You don't know where the next sales coming from. You don't know where the next marketing piece is coming from. You don't know where the next dollar is coming from. And the only thing you can do is just grind it out. And like, I lose it. And, they, and don't get me wrong. Sometimes it's scary as crap. Like, I'm just like, uh, it's like, you know, I have a big frog in my throat. And I'm just like, all right, God, like, what's up? But the one thing that I've always remembered is my mom working those three jobs. And one thing that God spoke to me one day when I was just praying. And it was like, he's like, your family will never know what it is to go without food water, love, and most importantly, me. And ever since that, that's, that's been my peace. That's, that's been my peace. That's where I go. And, and when I'm like flailing to the left or to the right, I just pull open my journal and I read that again and I read it again. And, and then your kids will never, not just like they won't, it's like they will never. And when I, when I think about never, it's just like, all right, this is forever. This is a real deal. It's powerful. And uh, it, 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 it's something. And sometimes, you know, there, and you guys know, I mean, heck, we've talked about some of your stuff. Absolutely. So there's times I get out of bed and I'm just like, man, I don't feel like doing this today. I'm telling you. It's like, nah, not today. And, and you know, I'll lay there an extra five minutes. And then there's something inside of me is like, you make a difference in people's lives. Go and do it. Um, and that brings me to really like what I love to do. And it's people. I love people like, like you guys, Anna, like everyone. I love, them. I love to help people live their dreams, mm. whether it's, whether it's, um, you know, really just, you know, taking them by the hand and walking them step by step or just helping them realize that I'm better than I see myself. Just something, a, a simple phone call. Hey, bro, I just had this thought about you. You're pretty dang incredible. It's like, man, you don't know how much that means right now. You don't know how much, like, I needed to hear that. Like, right now, I was telling myself that I was, like, the worst person or I'm a good for nothing or I'm not this and I'm not that. Um, I don't know if you guys have heard of Brene Brown. Mm. She was on a TED Talk. Ladies, She's incredible. She's like a walking Jesus slash Gandhi. Like she just, <laughs> she's just nuts. But she says most humans, not, she said like 90 something percent, don't quote me on this, but she said that 90 some percent of humans live in guilt and shame on a regular basis and they will never see their value and worth to be able to live their dreams out. Wow. That's a scary thought. 
It is. And, and I'm going to tell you, you know, you talked earlier in the, in the show about living in that guilt and shame, but yet you have this love and, and affinity for people. Catch us up to speed. Where, how did that gap get closed? Well, <laughs> after the military and just coming back um, to New Mexico, that's where I met my wife at New Mexico State University. Uh, Heather, I love you. You're the love of my life and incredible. Um, I, I got back and, and circumstances of the military and the stuff we did overseas and stuff like that. I was just drinking myself to death. And just, I just knew something had to change or else I was going to die. Like I just knew it. And, uh, and in December of 2005, we left New Mexico. Well, we left January 1st of 2006. I came out here. I reconnected with my dad. <laughs> okay. Always Recon comes full circle, don't it? Reconnected with my dad. I sought him out because I wanted closure in my life. Mm -hmm. he, he, he asked for forgiveness and I forgave him because he said, hey, I was on drugs. I was on alcohol. I wasn't in the right mind. This is where it's at. And I said, you know what? I forgive you. At that moment, every, something started releasing. And I realized that a lot of that hurt and shame that I've carried for a long time, it was the whole, I couldn't sleep at night. That's what led me to drink like I drank. Um, I couldn't sleep at night. It just, it, so I drank so that I would just black That's out, yeah. <laughs> black out. And I would still be dreaming, but I didn't remember any of it. So it was all good, right? Well, nine days later, I met the other hero of my life, and that's Randy Speed. Uh, he he prayed with me and led me to the Lord. Um, and ever since then, it's just been like, hey, look, I my job is to find golden people, regardless of my situation, regardless of what I feel. That's my job is to find golden people. And uh, I am, I'm actually a senior associate pastor on staff with him, and I've been with him for 14 and, and three quarters years. In January, it'll be 15 years, but I'm not leaving him. The guy's just brilliant. He's one of the reasons why I am who I am today. Uh, before I switch gears, Cuff, allow me to say thank you and a huge shout out to the entire squad of Dallas Leaf, LLC. Uh, the Hamilton and the Bishop, you guys did your work on those cigars. Thank you guys so much. Uh, folks, everybody listening, uh, get to their website, uh, DallasLeafLLC.com. Their Instagram page is at DallasLeafLLC. Not only do they have great cigars, uh, they've got a charitable foundation. They've got entertainment. They've got the whole ball of wax. If you're looking to get something done, make sure you connect with the good folks at Dallas Leaf LLC. So I want to switch gears. Yeah, let's do it. Um, the name of our show is The Vision Lab. Yeah. When we say the word vision, what comes to mind? Man, I, I five years from now, this is this is this is the immediate one for me. Is is I I want to take my family and I want and when I'm talking family, I'm talking my whole office. Everyone that rides with you. Yes. Does that include the outlaws? Because no. you can't take them everywhere. <laughs> no, because those guys will get us kicked out of whatever country we go to. <laughs> um, um, I want to take the office. When vision, this is this is what drives me. Um, is I want to take my family, my my staff's family, and and a friend or a significant other, and I want to take and the vision lab. Yeah, well, you guys come too, yeah. and and we're going to Cozumel, Mexico. There it is, and we're gonna sit on the beach, and we're gonna remember 
the past five years. And we're just going to, we're just going to, we're going to sit in those victories, the hurts, <laughs> the failures, whatever it is, just sit on the beach, listen to the waves come in. And the hardest thing you got to think about is what kind of daiquiri you want that day. There it is. I'm down for that now. <laughs> Sign me up right now. I want to, I want to raise the stakes here. Okay. Okay. So you've answered that question five years from now, you're going to be in Cozumel on the beach celebrating the previous five years. Why are you going to do that? And how more, more specifically, how are you going to do that over the next five years? Pour it into people, making them the best that they are, making myself the best that they are learning every single day, um, getting up every single day, even when I don't want to, uh, making the, the extra calls that somebody won't make, um, What's the saying? Uh, in order to do what, what, like basically, in order to do do something that, that hasn't been done, you got to be willing to, to to go where no man's no man's gone before. Yeah. I'm sure I butchered that, but it's something along those lines. Yeah, and, I, and I've always said, you know, if you're willing to take an extra step every day, just one extra step, eventually you'll be miles ahead of everyone. Just one extra step, because people people are going to do the work. Yeah, like they're going to do the work. From zero to ten, they're going to get to that ten, and they're going to call it a day. But if your day ends at six p.m., five p.m., or whatever, and you're willing to to stick out an extra fifteen minutes, make one extra phone call, send one or two extra emails, and you do that daily. And we talked about this um, before the show got started with um, Darren Hardy and Compound yeah. Effect. Yeah, yeah. If you're willing to do that, and there's you know two hundred and what. 60 something days or working days in the year, whatever that is. If you want to do that every day, just a little bit incremental, the compound effect on that is massive. Right. And that's what it takes. You know what I mean? Like just be willing to make that one extra phone call, send that one extra email, shake that one extra hand, tell somebody, Hey, I care about you one extra time. Yeah. You know, it's so funny. It's like, you know, you guys are saying that it's like, you know, my work, so from seven to six, you know, I try to be in the office. I try to market. We're trying to come up with all kinds of ideas, you know. Well, from six to 10 or six to 830, it's kind of like me and the kids time. We'll sit in the back and we'll laugh. And and then me me and my wife will watch a movie. Or, and, and, and she, so my wife's a beast. Now, mind you, she's working seven days a week right now. Oh, wow. She's a trainer at Row House McKinney. Oh, okay. Yeah. All so right. she's working seven days a week. She's coming in the office three days a week, right? So she's doing four days over there. And so she's coming in three days. So it, it's just on the go. Mind you, I'm at church on Wednesday nights and Sunday. And so Sunday afternoon is really our time to kind of just unwind, but it's not. Because social media has become one of our biggest, uh, you know, directors of traffic for some of our business. And all, I'll be, I'm in like 15 or 20 different groups, and I'm just scrolling through. I need a good insurance guy. 10 o'clock at night, 11 o'clock at night, 1 o'clock in the morning. Like, and I'm just hitting it. It never stops. And it's, but I just put that bug out there. And the next thing you know, like they're calling me two days later. Hey, man, can you do this for me, this for me, this for me? And, you know, I'll pass it on to one of my people. And it's just like, I've constantly got to be driving business. If I'm not driving business, it's not going to go anywhere. It sounds like good. us. For sure. For sure. It's it's the it's the circle of the wheel of life, right? 
always pressing, driving, and moving forward. Um, how many people do you have in the office now? So right now it's it's two full time, and my wife is part time, and, and then I'm like two times, whatever you want to call it. Right. Um, and I saw the I saw the um, the ribbon cutting. Yeah. Um, last year, or it was, was it, it was in January of this year. Yeah, this year. Yeah. Golly. Um, so how does that work with, with farmers? Do they they pay for no. the rent? Well, no, they don't. So I I had to find my own place. Okay. I had to pay for my signs. Mm -hmm. Uh, I pay the rent every single month. Um, the, I found a freaking heck of a deal where the people that I'm with right now, we're right next to Anna's favorite thing is she loves animals. And so we're right next to a, a, a vet. And they were looking for someone to rent it. It was 500 square feet. And they built it out for me. It was just sticks. Like it was a big open space. And they built it out for me. And I have to pay that every single month. It, it's my own business. I have to. I have to fund it. I have to keep going. You know, I'm the one that keeps track of all the bills and all that other stuff. So yeah. So it's it's all me, man. I just I just get to wear that uh that pin, that brand. You know, I get that twelve billion dollar company backing me up. Uh, they give me marketing supplies. They give me a lot of different stuff that I can play with, and it's brilliant. Um, the company is. Second to none, our claims department is incredible. Um, you know, um, our our rates and stuff like that. You know, it it, it varies just because North Texas is the most hail prone area in the nation. <laughs> mm. But you know, when it comes to it, farmers is the ones that they will they want you to do the right thing because when it comes down to it, hey Cuff, hey Mo, let me write you the check that you guys deserve, yep. not the check that we think. Uh, is the fair price. Let me ask you this. What, when it comes to our visionaries, what advice would you give them in terms of pursuing their own dreams and getting out of the mud, like Mo likes to say a lot of the times, getting out of your own way? And you talked earlier about just rip the Band-Aid off. Yeah, yeah. Um, if you don't do it, somebody else will. Um there, there is, Say that again one more time. For the people in the back. <laughs> Let me tell you in Spanish, all right, and German and French, whatever you want to do. If you won't do it, somebody else will. If you have an idea and don't move on it, somebody will figure that idea out and they will move on it. Um, we are our biggest enemy. Yeah. You know, the average person has 12,000 thoughts a day. Mm -hmm. Do you know that 80% of those thoughts are negative? That's 9,600. 90% of those 9,600 are from the day before. Hmm. So with that, what I'm saying is the day before negative thoughts that you had about yourself today is what keeps you from doing your dream. It's true. It keeps you from moving forward. You know, I'm reading this book and I shared it with Mo. It's um, Mind Hack and I posted it on our, on our Instagram page. Um, but it's by David Baer. And he talks about that um, on how our experiences create an emotion mm -hmm. and we tie that thought to that emotion. And so whenever we have that, the, the following experience or that next experience that's similar or akin to it, we instantly go back to that, that emotion. Um, I didn't like that feeling. Mm -hmm. And our, our, our minds work in, in, in a defense mechanism. It doesn't want you to experience pain, displeasure, hurt, so yeah. on and so forth. So what happens to us is when we get in that 
negative experience, our mind goes into a defense mechanism where it says, run, you know, uh, escape, move away from. That creates fear. Yeah. And it's a whole process, man. It's a great book um, that I'm, uh, but it, it speaks exactly to what you're saying. Like, we have these 12,000 thoughts per day, 9,600, 80%. Um, you know, are negative, and those are from the day before or previous right. experience, right. And, and it all works hand in hand. Yeah. So, really, the key then becomes when you're in that moment, right? That that is is fearful, or that you you, you don't know the answer, or whatever it is, flip it and turn it into a positive. Yeah, because now you're associating that experience into a positive experience. Thereby, you'll be able to overcome it, and it's just super, super deep. So, so there's cool, there's cool, there's a cool thing, right? Is what one generation tolerates, the next will allow. What one generation tolerates, the next will allow. Okay, we're seeing a lot of that right now in our unrest in society and stuff like that. But it doesn't have to be negative. Yeah. What one general generation will tolerate, you can change it for a better allocation. You right? flip the script. Yeah, flip the script. Uh, one thing I learned in the, in the military, if you don't mind, it doesn't matter. That's right. And your body and your emotions will tell you to stop always. They will always tell you, no, no, man, it's too hot. I'm getting out of the kitchen. I'm bailing. Well, it's your job. Emotions are great indicators. They're like they're like a stoplight, right? There's like, oh, stop, go, slow caution, down. slow down, right? But if you have it made up in your heart and in your mind, regardless, you tell your emotions to line up with your dream and your vision. One of my favorite quotes was from Michael Irvin. And I think whenever he had a show, I think it was like 2006. The whole fear and courage thing? No, 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 no. It was, um, uh, he, he had a wide receiver show, The Longest Yard. Yeah, oh, Jesse like Holly. Jesse Holly, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fourth and Long. Fourth, was that what it was? Yeah, Fourth, yeah, and, fourth long. and Long. And so he said, man, it was just an expose. When he was like, look, man, when I was in this position and my body got tired, I told my body, Shut up. Yeah. Listen to me. Shut up. You listen to me. And that's what that reminds me of. Yep. Um, we have reached a part of the show where we get to land the plane. Am I correct, Connor? Yes, sir. Um, and that is brought to you by the good folks of Grand Brulot Cognac Cafe. Uh, thank you again, the entire squad there. Jameson uh, and the Lovers team, thank you guys so much. Uh, Francisco, the owner, thank you guys so much for a great product. We really, really appreciate it. We are looking forward to big things in 2021. Cheers. Absolutely. Um, one of the questions that we ask everybody on the show, it is you at a round table, um, and there are five other seats. Um, and in your case, uh, they get to dine on some of this lovely, this, this, <laughs> lovely, hatch chili. this lovely green hatch chili that you yeah. bought for cuffing myself. Yeah, they may not like it after a while, though. <laughs> uh, who are the five other people at your table? They can be dead or alive. The only caveat is that you can't have you know who at your table. Well, the king's always at my table, no That's matter right. what. Ah, there you go. So it's it's a win-win situation for me. One, um, there's a gentleman by the name of Roy Benavides. He was a special forces guy that broke his back, and they told me he would never walk again, and then he did three tours in Vietnam. Oh, wow. Yeah, the dude was harder than woodpecker lips. Like he was, just, <laughs> he was just incredible. I would like, imagine he's got the mind of right, a steel trap. Right. Back to the, if you don't mind, it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. I want to sit here and I want to listen to that guy tell his stories about how he's been shot, how he still fought the enemy and killed them off, all 
with a broken back. Jeez Louise. Number two, Winston Churchill. Good one. Um, I think he's the first person to say Churchill. He said two people that we've never heard. Winston Churchill. Uh, Winston Churchill because Winston Churchill spat in the face of Adolf Hitler. And he just said, Hey, look, I'm, I'm, I'm about to, I don't care what it takes. I'm about to, I'm about to dethrone you. I'm about to end you. Yeah. Uh, three, I would have to say, um, and I don't know if you guys have heard of him, uh, Smith Wigglesworth. This guy is uh, in a row right now. That's three for three that we've never had on the show. So yeah, Smith Wigglesworth is a Pentecostal guy, like a preacher that he believes the Bible and this dude like would raise people from the dead on a regular basis, like just bang. So his faith is what I want to just like, haha, let me just spend whatever. Uh, four. Hmm. Is, is he dead or alive? It's your table. Your table. Dead, dead or alive. George Bush Jr. Okay. Um, just for his his courage. Um, do it like being a just a, a regular guy and still doing like just still you know being him in in it like being the most powerful man in the world and still being country as ever <laughs> you know he just he just kept it real um, and then oh that's a great table so far Wigglesworth Churchill. Benavides, uh-huh. George Jr., uh-huh. and one more. Yeah. Um, you know, I would, I would want to. It, it's man, I, I, I love, I love military stuff, and just um, the brilliance of it. So I'd have to say Dwight D. Eisenhower. Five, five star, for five, five, four, five, <laughs> absolutely. Five star general. Absolutely. Um, you know, and if I. And if I had to throw a sixth one just because of how incredible he was and how he helped live people's dreams, it'd be Martin Luther King. Amen. Um, yeah, those would be my five to six. It's a hell of a table. Yeah, they're, table. they're 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 different, but I'm telling you, they they're just they're normal everyday people. And and Churchill, well, he's just a little off his rocker. <laughs> Wigglesworth. I mean, they're all a little crazy, right? I mean, we got to be a little crazy to be doing what you guys are doing, what I'm doing. I mean, a lot crazy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, um, Robert, first and foremost, I want to say thank you for your service. Um, you know, dedicating your life to this country. Um, we certainly appreciate that. Protecting our freedoms, allowing us to do what we're doing today. Right. Uh, secondly, thank you again for believing in myself and Mo and the Vision Lab podcast, um, getting behind it. You know, uh, we certainly are forever indebted to you for that. Um, real quickly, as we land this plane, before we get to the final question, uh, go ahead and drop your social media handles. For yeah, us. so everything's at Robert Garcia Agency, Facebook, uh, Instagram, on LinkedIn, it's it's Robert O. Garcia, like I'm on LinkedIn, um, and then on Twitter, it's... Uh, uh, I believe it's Rob Garcia Agency One. Um, we're there, but they're all linked together. Uh, but we're uh, we're posting a lot on Facebook and Instagram because right now that's the creme de la creme, I guess. Um, but we try to be all over the place, and uh, you know we're we're here for you guys. Website, 
it's www. Uh, <laughs> I, it's I forget, long. It is. It's a uh, <laughs> farmers agent slash. Uh, Lucas, Texas, man. Just I, I just just Google Robert Garcia, Garcia Farmers, Farmers Insurance. Insurance. Yes, you'll, Robert you'll Garcia there. Farmers Insurance. You'll find it. I'm telling you, that's the one thing that I'll, uh, you know, I'll. If I can complain about farmers, is that the website is <laughs> is longer than molasses moving uphill in the middle of winter. There mm. it is. There it is. Um, so, as you know, since you're an avid listener to the show, and thank you for your support on the show as well, um, we have a magical time machine here in the lab. Okay. What would the older version, excuse me, what would you be telling yourself from five years ago? What advice would Robert Garcia be giving himself from five years ago? So it's 2015. Wow. That's a good one, Coach. Um, you had to know it was coming. Yeah, no, absolutely. Like I knew it was coming and like I, I thought about the table. I've been thinking about the table all week. But uh, what I would tell myself is you're incredible. Yeah. You can do it. There's... There's no one like you. You've always been on yourself, and and you're amazing. You got this. Um, that's that's the best way to go. I love that. Um, let's fast forward the clock five years from now. What advice is the older version of Robert Garcia? What advice is he giving you today? Enjoy every moment, and just take time and enjoy the hard stuff, the good stuff, the bad stuff, whatever it is. Just just enjoy it. Enjoy it. it just live in the moment. So that's it. Well, Robert, I can't again. I can't say thank you enough um, for believing in us, and even then, that wouldn't be enough. Um, it's been an incredible experience to to work with you and and for you to to have the vision within us. Um, remember, visionaries, each one of our guests are dropping nuggets of wisdom here on the trail of life. Ultimately, it's up to you to pick them up. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Ryan Mosley. He is Ryan Cuffey, the voice you've been listening to is uh, our platinum sponsor, Mr. Robert Garcia. Uh, we will see you guys next week on another great episode of the Vision Lab podcast as we close out 2020. Blessings.